Hello and welcome to another episode of the Deaf Thing Podcast with you, your hosts, Nicola and Sean. And today we've got another Lynx episode for you. And Sean, let's start us, please start us off. What's your first link? All right. This is a really dumb one, but I'm going to throw it in there anyway, because it's both funny and stupid in a way that makes you just shake your head. And, you know, if you're listening to this, this is one more reminder. Don't be an asshole. So two people uh, this month, last week, or even this week, depending on how you count the days, got kicked off of a flight because they had a Wi-Fi hotspot turned on on their phone. And the SSID was remote detonator. (laughs) So they had 10 emergency vehicles. The plane was delayed by over three hours. They had a bomb squad. The people were taken off the plane, probably arrested because they were morons. But, you know, it's not funny. Don't do that shit. Oh, shit. I laughed. So what that makes me... Oh, it's funny to read about it and laugh at them, but it's not funny to actually do that on the plane. I agree with that. Cool. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Well, to take a totally different approach, uh, the first blog post uh, that I am going to recommend this week is a blog post by uh, Randall Degas. I think Degas, Degas, something like that. Uh, Pretty not that known guy but i like him i used i'm i think i read like i follow him from some time now uh and this one this post is titled my personal financial strategy and you know how some people they go like you know well i do this and that and they're vague he is transparent as beep do the beep beep thing sean yeah he's transparent as exactly that awesome we love uh, sean's new equipment it's awesome uh so yeah honestly so in it it's a really like long post but he gives you all the numbers obviously he's making uh, like good money but uh still he does watch in lack of better words what he does with his money so just like to summarize right um One quote that I took out is, if you don't know how much money you're spending and set some guidelines around how much you're going to spend, you're in trouble. And uh, another one, like uh, he's like, okay, after this, you know, long post, post, you would probably want like some kind of a summary. Well, here it is. Work hard. Great. I love it. (laughs) Second one is don't go into debt. Third one, save and invest as much money as possible. Obviously, he doesn't tell you this and be like, ah, you know, I'm on my way. He actually tells you what actually he does. So uh, he's trying to get to the 50-50 where he, like 50% is in the index funds and other 50% is in real estate that he has. Uh, so literally, he gives you the, like the actual numbers, what he does with his money. And then the last one is, but don't be afraid to spend money on the things you care about, where he's like, look, dude, you know, so for example, you, Sean, like you like your microphones, right? You shouldn't feel bad about owning 10 pairs of them. Although I would always ask you like, Sean, why? <laughs> but yeah, right. <clears throat> so you're saying I have to get rid of more like three quarters of my microphones because it's okay to have 10. Uh <sighs> I don't know what to tell you about those microphones, dude. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, interesting post. Go check it out. Uh, obviously, I don't think a lot of people will have even close to the numbers that he's outlining there. But um, hey, 
here's a goal to strive for. Excellent. All right. Uh, my second link is badvoltage.org. It's a podcast. I was looking for a tech open source related podcast and I found a few of them and I've been listening to this one a lot for the last week and catching up on some old episodes and it's really enjoyable. So if you're looking for a podcast to listen to, it's I think three people. One of them is John O'Bacon that if you're involved in open source or have listened to podcasts such as Floss Weekly, you're probably familiar with him. And um, yeah, it's just, I don't want to really go into it. Just check it out. If you like it, you like it. Awesome. Cool. Uh, my second post is titled, uh, the title of it is probably like something where you will be like, ah, you know, uh, Sean, not Sean. James wrote this one. No, he didn't. Uh, the title is start before you're, you think you're ready. Uh, this is actually a blog post by Austin Cleon. I guess it's Cleon. Damn, like this week, it's all these hard pronouncing surnames, right? Uh, he's actually the author of Steal Like an Artist. This is actually a very, very short post um, on the fact of starting before you're ready. I mean, come on, good morning, right? But there, he kind of like gives a few quotes and everything. And one of them that I took out is, when I began, I thought that the way one should work was to do all the research and then write the book. In time, I began to understand that it's when you're start when you start writing that you really find out what you don't know and need to know, right? So, interesting thing. Again, very short post. Which is it going to change your life? No, but it's nice to read it and you know, again, kind of like reaffirm. Oh, yeah, you know, I shouldn't be like doing all these five hours of research before I write a blog post that has three hundred words, right? But we also come to it, so it's good to be reminded. Just start, right? Get the snowball rolling. Yep, definitely. Because, you know, you gave the quote uh, last time from Heinlein, when one teaches to learn, and that translates to writing. If you're writing something, creating something, you're naturally going to have to research and learn during the process. So don't wait until you think you're already an expert on it, because you'll never be done. My last one is a very long read. It's from The Guardian, and the title of it is Splendid Isolation, How I Stopped Time by Sitting in a Forest for 24 Hours. And evidently there's a traditional thing that some people do where they go out into somewhere in the woods, somewhere in nature, and they grab some, like, sticks and branches and things, and they make a big circle. And then they go stay inside the circle for 24 hours alone. They don't talk to anybody they don't use electronics they usually don't bring food because having a lunch waiting for you is something to look forward to and think about and it kind of resets our busy brains you know we have kids we have jobs we have pressure we have stress we have our anxiety we have careers whatever it is that we're you know our stories are about ourselves and if you go out sit next to a little creek or a river and stare at a tree for an hour and watch a spider crawl across your arm for 10 minutes, it slows down time and makes you see the world in a different way and changes you a little bit. And it's a very long article, but I did read the whole thing and I really think it was uh, worth the read. So I recommend it. Awesome. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Um, my last one is titled uh, 74 questions to ask in one-on-ones with a manager. 
Uh, this is actually a blog post by the company called Lighthouse, where they, you know, like they were probably like when Google came out with Lighthouse, they were like, ah, oh, damn, you know, we're probably going to have to change our name or something, right? But anyways, on point. So uh, they write about leadership and management advice. Uh, this particular post title basically tells you what's it about, right? So I'm not going to go into these questions, but what I hope is that you have one-on-ones with your manager and I hope that you come prepared to them. If not, you should do both, right? So, you know, you may now actually have some questions that may help you, right? And if your manager doesn't do one-on-ones with you because he's too busy or whatever, quit. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Cool. Okay, great. This this then concludes this three links of each of us for this week. See you next week. All right. Bye, everybody.